0: The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired.
1: Get who's back. We demand competition. This is the phenomenal one. H.H. Styles, the NWA world heavyweight champion. And you're listening to Wrestling News Live. Howdy, folks. This is a good old J.R. Jim Ross of the WWE. And you're listening to Wrestling News Live. It's showtime, folks.
2: Police officer here? I told you you were too loud. Evidently, the cops are actually here.
1: Here, your host, Trey, JSK, and... That was then. This is now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the two-time wrestling radio show of the year, Wrestling News Live, with the Bad Boys of Wrestling Radio, the Trey Dog and JJ Sexy. Yeah! Time for Wrestling News Live.
3: Yeah.
2: All right, guys, welcome to the program. It's me, JJ Sexay. Welcome to another edition of a Wrestling News Live on a night when we had a very big raw. Tonight was the night, the big special, three hour raw where we had the draft. And I want to go ahead and, and clear the record right now. The Trey Dog, unfortunately, will not be joining me on the program tonight. Unfortunately, um, I'll let him discuss that. I think he's already talking about that in the chat room as we speak. But, uh, unfortunately, he is unable to be on the show tonight. But we look forward to having him next week on this program. Uh, kind of a last-minute little thing, but I do have a co-host that will be joining me on the air tonight. And uh, for the first time ever in the history of wrestling news live Uh, we have a co-host emanating from down under i'd like to welcome uh, my co-host for the evening to the program you know him you love him he is the aussie mace is in the house
0: thank you jj the australian asshole has made his debut on WNL as a co-host for one time only so guess what hardcore champ is here come get me bitches
2: that's right, one night only, WNL has enlisted the services of Mace. How are you doing this week, man?
0: Uh, it's been a good week, mate. I'm just relaxing as much as I can before going on a nice little weekend jaunt into state where I shall be uh, refereeing a show by myself, pretty much. Really? Yeah, it's decided to step back from... Uh, Wrestling for a little bit, got some uh, hip injuries I need to take care of first, so I've sort of downgraded myself to referee.
2: Well, I mean, uh, you're still a part of the show, so I mean, that's something to be proud of.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. I wasn't going to step back from the business completely. I do plan on getting back in the ring as an active wrestler at some point, but, you know, I don't, it's not in my blood to leave, just like everybody else. mind you, I'm not going to get to Ric Flair's age and still stick around.
2: Well, but hey, if you do get to Ric Flair's age, perhaps you can bleed as well as that guy does on a weekly basis. My God, have you seen Ric Flair in the last month or so? I think he literally has probably lost a gallon of blood just in the the last month alone.
0: Oh, yeah, no kidding. The, the, The guy bleeds more than the fountain pisses water, you know.
2: And, you know, I mean, he's great at hitting those hitting those promos where he just taps himself on the forehead and just, you know, bleeds profusely. So, there you go. I I really hope that someday I can do that as well as Ric
0: Flair. Yeah, uh, just pop 10,000 pain pills before the show and then do it.
2: Well, I'm going to play the music really quickly. We're going to go ahead and start talking about uh, the big to-do tonight, Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Right, so that's our intro for Monday Night Raw here for tonight. And, uh, you know, the show started off very interesting. We, we had Show Miz enter the ring and, of course, talk about how, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, obviously we had a, a major event last week. They weren't able to basically have Monday Night Raw with the Raw crew as they were all stuck in Belfast. And they really didn't utilize the SmackDown talent to the degree that they should have. However, they did have a show last week, and some of you were there, and some of you got your money back, and, you know, kudos to you for that, because really, you deserved your money back after what you saw last week. Um, so Show Miz comes out and basically calls out Bret Hart. Uh, you know, of course, Bret Hart and the Hart Dynasty, or the Hart Dynasty at least, earned their uh, tag team title match for tonight, last night, on the pay-per-view, okay? Um. Of course, they did that in a gauntlet match as Miz was running his mouth rather profusely to uh, SmackDown GM Teddy Long about they could take on any tag team. It didn't matter if it was one, two, or three. So they had a gauntlet match with three different teams, ending with the Hart Dynasty, of course. Uh, and they, of course, beat Miz Show and earned their shot tonight for Unified Tag Team Championship. Uh, well, they took that shot tonight, and I'm proud to announce that Ladies and gentlemen, we have new unified tag team champions in the Hart Dynasty, D.H. Smith, Tyson Kidd, and yes, Bret Hart was there to see his family crowned the new unified tag team champions. And I, for one, Mace, am glad to see that we have an actual tag team that have been together for a while, Note tag team in quotations, rather than just two mid-card singles guys they decided to throw together this week and give them a run with the belts.
0: Oh, yeah, and I definitely agree with you there, JJ. It is great to see that the Hart Dynasty are finally the tag team champions. I have been looking forward to a moment like this for so long, as it's, well, pretty much the best decision they could make at this point in time, especially given the way that the uh, draft went with one half of the former tag team champions heading off the SmackDown.
2: Well, exactly, and uh, at first I thought, you know, Big Show obviously did get drafted to SmackDown, and I thought, well, do you think there's a chance he'd reunite with Chris Jericho? But uh, as we found out later in the night, Chris Jericho was drafted to Raw, and I'll get to all those draft picks shortly, but after the match for the Unified Tag Team uh, straps, the Miz was the one who got pinned in this, and the Big Show and Miz kind of had a face-off in the ring, and Miz got knocked the fuck out. That shit looked pretty stiff to me. I mean, Mace, you you would know. You're a professional wrestler. Did that shot look a little stiff to you?
0: Uh, to be honest, mate, I missed uh pretty much half of Raw this week. You missed half of it, um, really? Dude, time differences.
2: Oh, that, that is true. You are in Australia.
0: Yeah, I blame it on myself being an Australian.
2: Well, when you get the uh, chance, I, go I've
0: th- seen the I've seen the Big Show punch before, though. And if he wants to stiff you up, mate, he'll make sure that your teeth end up in the 10th row.
2: Oh, bro, he looked like he stiffed him hard tonight. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Show Miz is no longer a tag team anymore. They have been broken up. Uh, and, of course, our first draft pick of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, I know this is crazy. Kelly Kelly has been sent to SmackDown. Can you believe it?
0: Yeah, Uh, can we get an explanation why from somebody? Because that makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. Well, I think
2: everybody needs an explanation, especially Jerry the King Lawler, who was quite upset, quite frankly, (laughs) that uh, (laughs) the Kelly Kelly was gone.
0: His favorite set of puppies has uh, left his show. He is so disappointed.
2: Yes. Yeah, so again, Kelly Kelly is now a SmackDown superstar. Which there you go. We've uh, what belt does it we have on the SmackDown? Is it the, it's the Women's Championship? If I'm not mistaken, correct?
0: Yes, it is the Women's Championship held by Beth Phoenix at the moment. And of
2: course, on Raw we have
0: the uh, the Divas
2: Championship. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of iffy on that pick. I, you know, maybe there's going to be some changes this week in the Supplemental Draft. I don't know if if that can happen, where they're going to make trades or whatnot, but I would almost wonder why they would put Kelly Kelly on the SmackDown brand.
0: Well, it could be that she slowly is coming along as an actual female wrestler, so maybe this is a way to get her in there with somebody like Beth Phoenix who can wrestle and maybe improve her to the point where she can actually put on a very good match.
2: And that's a good point. That's a very good point. Um, so of course, SmackDown got their first draft pick from the first match, which you know I I don't remember offhand what it was. I, I kind of missed just a little bit of the show as it began tonight. Um, and of course, the thing about watching Raw here in Canada that, that I have to stress every week is that I'm on a delay. Uh, since it was early tonight, I didn't get it really, and uh, it didn't start on live TV here till 7:15 which is 7.15 Mountain Standard Time, which would be 9.15 Eastern. And, of course, it goes straight through. I'm actually still watching Raw as we speak, to be quite honest. But I did catch a stream on Justin.tv. I actually caught several different streams because I kept getting shutting down. I don't know if WD was shutting them down tonight or what happened, but I had to do a lot of uh, surfing around the net tonight just to watch Monday Night Raw, so... I'm going to be a little fuzzy with the matches that we did see, but I do have a list in front of me of all of the draft picks, which I'm going to go ahead and start running down right now. Again, the first draft pick was Kelly Kelly, and we mentioned the big show as well. We also had John Morrison move to the Raw brand. Uh, there was a battle royal that was, um, in fact, it led up to this particular draft pick. There was a battle royal featuring uh, SmackDown versus Raw. And very good match. Very good match. Uh, very suspenseful, especially in the end when there were three left between Ted DiBiase Jr., Santino Marella, and uh, SmackDown star Rey Mysterio representing uh, the SmackDown brand. The really cool thing about this was that, I mean, this was almost a match that you would have seen at the Royal Rumble. It was very fast-paced, a lot of near uh, eliminations from both Ted DiBiase Jr. and Rey Mysterio. Uh, of course, Team Raw consisted of MVP, Mark Henry, Yoshitatsu, Ted DiBiase, and Santino. Uh, the Team SmackDown consisted of Kane, Rey Mysterio, R-Truth, Drew McIntyre, and Shad uh, to win three draft picks. The Raw brand won. Thanks to Ted DiBiase Jr. And the, draft, the, the draw picks that Raw got were John Morrison, R-Truth, and Edge moving to Raw. So now, as far as the draft is concerned, we had two SmackDown superstars earlier in the night. We had this match. It now bumped us up to three Raw superstars in John Morrison, R-Truth, and Edge going to Raw. I'm interested to see exactly how this is going to play out. When I saw John Morrison getting drafted, I thought, you know, this might be the chance this kid needs to really become a star. But right after I said that, our truth came over. And <laughs> I thought, well, here we go with some more truth and wisdom tag team. Any thoughts, Mace?
0: Yeah, I'm pretty much with you on that uh, draft choice. When Because I, I checked the uh, WWE little scrolling text thing. And I saw John Morris, I'm like, all right, so we might get a feud with Morrison and Miz over the U.S. title, get and let Morrison actually get to a point that he has been striving after for so long, that being a, a decent main event shot. But then our truth came over. I'm like, awesome. What are they gonna do? Blow him up again?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <But>, uh, <laughs> and
0: uh, as for Edge, you know, that guy's gonna bring viewers and everything else to the table wherever he goes. So. I, I could actually see that becoming uh, a little bit of a trade thing later on. If SmackDown gets somebody big in the uh, supplemental draft, maybe trying to get Edge back onto their show.
2: Well, see, I found it interesting. You know, We had, a, a obviously, a pay-per-view last night, Extreme Rules, which I covered on Sunday Night Showdown uh, for a little over four hours going into the uh, little post-show that we did afterward. But here's the thing with that. You look at the match that uh, Chris Jericho and Edge had. uh, It wasn't the worst cage match I've seen, but it wasn't a very good match in my opinion. And this is the second match in a row that we've seen from Chris Jericho and Edge that has kind of been a stinker uh, in this feud. And I was kind of hoping to see that this was done. You know, that this feud between the two of them is done. Maybe it is. The reason I bring it up is because not only do we have Edge now on the uh the raw roster but we also have chris jericho who's been drafted to raw as well i mean they're kind of leaving the smackdown roster pretty damn bare in my opinion
0: yeah yeah i was thinking the same thing the chat room was thinking the exact same thing you know there's sure there is some star power left on the smackdown side but there's not what you would consider enough of it to put on a good main event scene in my opinion
2: well, again, you look at SmackDown, you've got Big Show. You've still got Jack Swagger, who is the champion right now. Um, Christian actually got drafted as well. He could be another guy that, that would be a main event talent. And I called it in the chat room. As soon as Jericho had come over, I said that... Or, excuse me, as soon as Edge had come over, I said that by the end of the night, Christian would be drafted to uh, to SmackDown. And I was right on that. Because I just don't see them being on the same brand. I think Christian... Does well on his own. I didn't want to see them reunite. And it almost looks as though Edge might have uh, taken a turn toward the uh, the heel persuasion tonight. But we'll get into that more as we get into uh, what happened later on the night. Uh, the next match after the Battle Royal, of course, was Chris Jericho defeating Christian to win the draft pick. Kofi Kingston, ladies and gentlemen, was drafted to SmackDown. Now this is another guy that could be a main event player on SmackDown. And I think that's one of the reasons they sent him over there was to kind of get some fresh blood over on Raw. He had a good push last year. He had a good feud with Orton, and then they kind of slowed it down. So this might be Kofi Kingston's uh, second chance to kind of really pull things together and, and get a main event push going on the SmackDown roster.
0: Well, you take a look at Kofi. He's a fast guy, high flyer. And when you look at SmackDown, there's a lot of guys that can fit in with his style of wrestling. So it's a, a pretty good choice to send him over there. You know, he fits in well with that fast paced, high flying atmosphere that SmackDown usually puts on for a show. Whereas Raw's usually a slower pace, bigger guy show. You know, if they sent uh Evan Bourne over to Smackdown as well, then that'd be a great build for a, a great mid card in their show.
2: Well, we do we still have the supplemental draft. I, I have every uh, confidence that we're going to see Evan Bourne moved over to the SmackDown roster. I think they're really going to have SmackDown be a lot of younger guys uh, that were just kind of suffering on the mid-card. And don't be surprised if MVP ends up back over on the SmackDown roster this week as part of the supplemental draft, because I think MVP could uh, inject a much-needed presence. I mean, here's a guy who was drafted to Raw, what, a year or two ago? came over, and I thought he was going to do big things on the Raw brand. They instantly put him in a feud with Orton. And then from that, he ended up going straight down to the lower mid-card and was just having a tough time doing anything else. Uh, they stuck him in this tag team with uh, with Mark Henry, and they haven't really gone anywhere with this character. And I think that sending him to SmackDown could be a, a big move for MVP, and I think he could really shine over there, especially when you think about some of the matches he could put on with, with say, Christian over on the SmackDown brand, I think MVP will be a natural fit for that brand.
0: Yeah, well, SmackDown's got anything going for it. It's been that they've been able to make their mid-card guys really stand out. You know, John Morrison is a great example of this. He was a guy who came in as a mid-card guy in SmackDown last time He he was on that show. Went up to main event status, sure, he dropped back down a bit, but he shows that with a bit of effort and putting on some really good matches, that these guys can go from being, oh, yeah, they're just mid-carders on Raw, to, holy crap, that guy's a main event champion.
2: Very true. Very true. Uh, moving on to our next match of the night on Monday Night Raw, we had uh, Jack Swagger taking on John Morrison. Of course, the winner gets the pick. Uh, very good match between these two. There was there was some uh, really good spots between both Swagger and and Morrison. Morrison, of course, at one point attempted to go for Starship Pain, and uh, Swagger got out of the way. He tried to hook the gut-wrench powerbomb several times, Morrison uh, using the ropes to hold on, not able to get him in that position. Uh, finally, it ended with uh, with a gut-wrench powerbomb, and Jack Swagger won. Then it was time for uh, SmackDown to get yet another draft pick, and this is where they ended up getting Christian in this particular draft pick. Did you see that match no. at all?
0: I caught the end of that match, so I pretty much saw the end of it. I saw the Christian uh drafting, which, as we've already mentioned, is a very good choice for Smackdown.
2: you know, I'm glad to see that that Jack Swagger is starting to win matches. I mean last night was a was a big night for him, especially going over Randy Orton clean. I love the way that he beat Randy Orton uh in that extreme rules match. The fact that Orton goes. For the spot where he hits the RKO on the chair set up, Swagger somewhat reverses it, doesn't take the full brunt of the RKO, and throws uh, Orton onto the chair with his back. And of course he's writhing in pain from that and then immediately capitalizes with that gut wrench powerbomb. I thought it was a very logical finish. It really worked out. And it really kind of put Swagger over because in the last few weeks, I mean, he really has jobbed just about every match they've put him in and hasn't really shown that he's a strong champion. So to see him win clean over Randy Orton last night uh, was a tremendous thing. And, and last night we saw a lot of the young guys like Sheamus and Swagger really get elevated to that level. The fact that Sheamus was able to silence his critics last night by taking out Triple H in a very brutal street fight And there was what five or six different uh, bicycle kicks to the head of Triple H, to
0: really. There's something along those lines.
2: Yeah, to really cement the point. I I really enjoyed watching that match last night, and it really made, uh, in my opinion, Sheamus shine as a huge star for the WWE.
0: That also made his back shine too. Did you see those cane welts on his back? Ouch.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the thing about Seamus. Any damage he takes, I mean, <laughs> it's going to show up really quick. Really quick.
0: Hey, I just I just kept looking at the shots, and I was reminded uh one of the guys that I uh, do shows with. First time he ever took cane shots, his back was just as red as Seamus's was that night. And I just remember looking at him going, oh, I'm never going to take a cane shot in my life. I like my skin the way it is, thank you very much.
2: Yeah, those cane shots, they, uh, they hurt just a little bit, if you know what I'm saying. I believe we actually have a caller on the line. Uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this?
5: Where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at?
2: Holy shit, the trade dog has invaded his own show.
5: <laughs> well, I don't know how well. Um, i finally got a connection for Skype, but I don't know how the quality is going to sound, so it may not be worth having me on at all. You just have to let me know.
2: Well, so far you sound pretty good. Can you hear him okay, Mace?
5: Yeah, he sounds good to I me. Mean, I, I always sound good. Motherfucker, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> I hear some <laughs> some background static there, but that's about it.
5: Uh Let me see if I can turn that off. That's my heater.
2: That's your heater? Sounds like fucking Robotron 5000 back there? What the fuck is that shit?
5: Well, cool. I'm in a hotel room, and it's the shittiest, smallest little place I've ever been in my life.
2: Nice. This
5: town Shebooks
0: would be more comfortable.
5: This town doesn't even have a Walmart.
2: Are you fucking kidding me?
5: No, no, I'm not. <laughs> but the good news is, I'll be making an appearance tomorrow afternoon at the C23 Studios.
2: Well, that's good to hear.
5: Getting my three hundred dollar computer desk that's all made out of glass. I'll get that back. I'll get the Dogatron Five Thousand loaded up into a U-Haul along with my leather couch and leather love seat. And I will uh, be taking that all back to Claremore where the family is. So let me address while well, i got a chance <clears throat> to the people listening while well, I have a connection here. Um, I don't want to go into full details about what happened, but be rest assured, you can even ask J.J. here, what has gone on today has nothing to do with me. Um, this radio station, I applied, they called me. The next morning, the guy that called me was the program director and said, hey, we've got an opening that you'd be perfect for. I love your demo. Your resume checks out. Everything's awesome. I don't have time to talk right now, but I'll call you tomorrow. And I said, okay. Jippity, jippity, jippity. So dude calls me back the next day and promises me a job doing country radio in the afternoons. I can do sports talk in the morning. And they're launching their new sports station on the 10th of this upcoming month. And all this stuff. And bless his heart, to his knowledge, he was telling me the truth. The problem is, I get here. They fly me in. I'm here, just outside of Kansas City. And I worked Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and today. Well, I came to work today, and if you've ever had a job where you've gone to work and something major has happened and it's just – everybody is – there's just that feeling that something has happened, but you don't know what it was and you can't put your finger on it and you're afraid to ask. Well, that was kind of me this morning, but I talked to the owner of the station, and he said, hey, have you opened up a bank account yet for direct deposit because that's how we do our checks. We just do direct deposit." And I said, no. I said, i got three hours before I go on the air. I'll go do that and come back. So I ran to the bank, opened up a bank account, brought the information back to the secretary. Everything was jibbity, jibbity, jibbity. Well, then, just as I'm about to go on the air about 3 o'clock, I find out that the guy that's on the air before me, Chris, has accepted the position of program director. The guy that hired me quit this morning. Lovely. So, because of that, and then the, the, this new guy is the program director, he wants to bring one of his friends to town and basically give them my air shift. And that's all fine and good. I was upset at first. I talked to J.J. as soon as it happened. J.J. was the first person I talked to. And... Couldn't believe it. I was blown away. I just, you know, well, if it wasn't for bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. But, as it turns out, everything's going to work out for the dog. I'm going to go back to my dad's house up in the damn mountains, I guess. But not for very long. And uh I'm to a point now where I've been burnt so badly the last two places I've been. By no fault of my own, by... And what's really wild is, and J.J. can attest to this also, what's really weird is the last two places I've been, the guy that hired me hired me and then quit. Now, it lasted a little longer in Woodward because I went ahead and accepted the morning position, which, God, I don't ever want to do again. We're talking to J.J. at one o'clock in the morning and have to get up in two hours and go do a six-hour radio shift. But um, that's kind of the way radio works. I mean, it's just, you know, your friends are your best friends. You want to keep as many of them in the business as you can. A lot of your DJs are older. I'm still a young guy. I just don't like to be lied to, and I don't like to be told things that aren't true. And the reason... The first thing he told me for letting me go was that I was too professional and I was too polished and too major market for this small little farm town, which he's right. But, anyway, either neither here nor there. Everything's going to work out for the dog. The show's going to continue. Um, I will be uh, moving into another new apartment soon. I have... I'm either going to take a job at an apartment complex that furnishes the apartment as an apartment uh, manager, or I'm going to just move into this place i got my eye on in town. But tomorrow, instead of flying home like I flew in, I'm going to take a U-Haul, go see my friends in Springfield, pick up my expensive-ass television I haven't watched in over a year, and take it home with me. So there you have it. That's kind of the, the really short cliff note version of what happened to me today, but um that and on top of the fact that it has done nothing but rain its ass off since I've been here. And my cell is dead. There's no bars of service, no matter where you go. So I don't know if an AT and T tower is down or what, but This Sudlink Wi Fi internet, I'm getting about a bar, sometimes two, so hopefully I don't sound too much like a robot.
2: No, actually, you're you're coming across pretty clear, believe it or not. That's pretty neat. Except for all the static in the background that sounds like, you know, like we're on Cybertron or some shit.
5: Well, I keep turning the damn thing off and it keeps coming back on.
2: (laughs) Trey just can't catch a break, ladies and gentlemen.
5: When I turn you on, motherfucker, you stay turned on. Oh, I couldn't get some to Come on the other day when I got here, but now it won't shut off. But Ty brings up a good point. If you've looked at the website from where I work, it's not like this was the biggest, best job I've ever had. Well, goddamn! Well, ironic because they paid me more than they were going to pay me more than I've ever made in the radio business. But that's, I guess, over with now.
2: Well, you know that kills me that you're <laughs> you were literally in a place where there's no Walmart. I mean. I have lived in, in small towns, but even they had, uh, you know, a Walmart or at least a Target or a Kmart or something. But, I mean, it sounds like you're in the kind of place where if you walk down the street about 10 o'clock at night, uh, you're fearing some butt rape, man. There's some
5: butt hurting going on around here.
2: I, I guess. bet you there but, is.
5: I, 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 there's a store here, but it's called Pomita. Pomita? Yeah, I called it Pimento the first day. <laughs> what the fuck do they
2: sell at Pomita.
5: Um, they have everything a Walmart has pretty much it's just in a small, small store, but they have like flat screens that are like ridiculous price though I'd like to get one of them before I leave.
2: Holy shit they've got
5: like they've got like a fifty two inch Sanyo ten eighty p flat screen they're like four hundred bucks.
2: Look, that's not bad.
5: Yeah, it ain't bad at all.
2: The only problem is when you go to cash out, the, the, the guy at the at the register
5: says, Hey, boy, you sure do got a
2: purdy mouth.
5: Yeah, and the, the the weird thing is that they, they knew I was signing my lease at 7 o'clock on a brand new house. And so they were like, we just thought we'd tell you that you're going to be fired before you go sign your lease. Well, that was awfully wide. You guys work for Nazis, you? You know, when you told
2: me this story earlier today, I, I thought... I, How nice it was that they flew you down. You don't have your car. You don't have anything. And they just kind of left you stranded. And I think that is a big no-no. And I think somebody should get their ass kicked over that one,
5: buddy. Well, I'll just put it to you this way. I said what I wanted to say before I left. The dog was barking as he walked out the door. But they're somebody's taking me to Kansas City tomorrow to pick up the U-Haul, so.
2: Wow. I don't know what to say, man. Like, that's that's just a fucked-up story.
5: I don't either. I'm just like, man, I, I there's a part of me that wants to say, screw the radio business, and then there's a part of me that wants to stay in it because I know that it's not like this everywhere.
2: No, but you've had some pretty shitty luck in the last couple uh, couple of times you've tried to get a radio job, so...
5: Yeah, I keep getting future-endeavored.
2: I guess you're you're trying to... Yeah, there you go.
5: Well, I guess I could go to Raw and be a part of the most ridiculous draft I've ever seen in my life. Ridiculous? You didn't like the draft?
2: (laughs) That's sarcasm, by the way.
5: (laughs) I'm just... I'm sitting here. I'm not in a good mood. And I'm like, well, at least I got you, Raw. At least I have Raw and TNA. They won't let me down. And I didn't watch any TNA because I was on the phone every ten minutes while I was watching Raw. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay. The one thing I, I think sucks about the draft is the non – what's the right way of saying this? I think what sucks about the draft is the fact that it's so scripted, it doesn't come across as random at all. Like the person that gets the pinfall, so their brand gets the pick, the person that comes out always has something to do or will feud with the person that got them drafted. True. That's retarded. If it's supposed to be random... You know, then why can't the Divas get a pick and get Big Show? You know, but no, the Divas do their thing, and Kelly Kelly's the one that comes out, and she points at the person in the ring, I'm going to get you, sucker. You know, Big Show comes out, CM Punk's telling Gallows, you know, you're going to have to take on that guy and keep him off of me, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's just like, Come on, make it more random, and like Internet Dave, the worldwide sensation of the phenomenon of who fucking cares or knows what the fuck they all call themselves now. Dave hit it right on the head last night with the stupid, you know, random video package they show before the draft pick. You know, I want balls in. A turner, or a hopper.
2: There you go. Uh, I have a question for you, Trey, actually. Uh, Real Blackheart in the chat just sent me a message, and he wants to know, did you prefer when they actually had the GMs doing the, the draft picks?
5: To me, that made more sense. I agree. Just like tonight when when Teddy walked up and was like, I got to play you, I got to play you, you know. He's all excited because now he's got the big show coming over. That's what it should be about. Because in the grand scheme of things, in the real world, as I stand on my soapbox and I point my thumb at you people like President Clinton, in the real world, what should happen is the general managers, but see, Raw doesn't have one. They've got the interim celebrity dumb shit. If Raw had its own set general manager whose sole purpose is to put on the best show every night and babysit the inmates, then it would make sense because a a, a general manager's role is to, A, put on the best show possible, make sure your show outrates the other show in the ratings, you know, and clean it up, give it some leeway I mean, SmackDown, fuck, they are screwed. They're getting ready to go to sci-fi with the big show.
0: Ooh. Basically looking like ACW.
5: Yeah, Rey Mysterio. Ooh. (laughs) Kelly Kelly. Ooh. (laughs) Did they get anybody else or am I missing somebody? Kofi Kingston. Oh, Christian, Kofi. Big effing deal. You got a show that's about to go to a brand new network, you know, and you 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 take all the great talent off that show and put the B list over there. I mean, Christian to me is the one that got screwed the most. I think Kofi's had his his fifteen minutes with Randy Orton. Well, okay, hold
2: hold on a second. Hold that thought. I I, I see where you're going with that, but at the same time, I can see where it kind of screws Christian, but at the same time, I can see where it benefits Christian because when you're taking a guy like Jericho and Edge and all these other main event players off of SmackDown and you're sending Christian, who was really just a a glorified mid-card title holder and the ECW champion, and he really carried that brand for the time he had him on there, this is now going to be Christian's opportunity to showcase that he can carry the SmackDown brand. So not having all those big main event players over there, I think in the long run, is going to help solidify Christian, because we're going to obviously see a big feud brewing in the very near future between Christian and Jack Swagger. And Uh, you're 100% right. Exactly.
5: You're 100% right. But now, JJ, I ask you this. Other than Christian, who benefits from what they did to SmackDown tonight, no.
2: the Sci-Fi, no. Draft isn't over yet, though. Keep that in mind. There's still the supplemental that's going to take place over the next few days. We could, we no. could absolutely see a big name like Orton or, or you know, John Cena get switched over. It's, it's unlikely, but it could happen.
0: The only thing really got a buff tonight out of the draft for SmackDown was their mid card division, really.
5: Well, if you tell me that the WWE and WWE Raw isn't concerned about TNA, I'll kiss your ass in the middle of Main Street, at USA, or Australia, or Canada, wherever you live, because all they did tonight was load up Raw. Raw has Edge, Triple H, Sheamus, Batista, Jericho, Orton, Cena. There's eight guys right there that are Batista. Nine guys that are worth holding that title.
0: I'm surprised they didn't take Undertaker. You know,
2: Well, Undertaker's not going to be around as much as we'd like to see him. I mean, he's going to have an appearance here and an appearance there. And, you know, you're absolutely right, Trey. I'm sure they did stack the deck, but they do this every year in the draft. Raw always gets the better superstars... The bigger names. This happens every year, and I don't see that as a trend that's gonna gonna end anytime soon. They obviously do have some competition on Monday nights. Yeah, they're wanting to, you know, possibly run TNA out of business. Last week, TNA, you know, took advantage of the situation and put together a wonderful show that completely obliterated them. Unfortunately, from the rating standpoint, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. And like I said, uh, you know, in that article that I did with Jerome Willen of Ringside Digest, I think TNA needs to worry about putting on a better show and not worrying about what they can do in the ratings. They've got the talent there, and things are starting to pick up for them. They just have to put on a better show.
5: I agree, and we called the fact that TNA was a Ferrari and you know WWE was a Pinto, but it wouldn't matter. The Pinto is going to get more ratings. We, we called that the night that it happened. Absolutely. So, I mean, and, and and Raw hasn't always gotten the best. I think there was one year where SmackDown did do the best. That was when they brought Triple H over and some other people. But by the same token, i said this before, SmackDown is on a network that is not in every home. And they're going from a network now that it's not in any in every home, and is a rerun channel 24-7 other than SmackDown. So people forget that they have it, even when they do have it. They're going to sci-fi, which I'm shocked, but is it even less homes than the station they're on now? That's true. So, to say that People follow superstars, and they don't get in the habitual plan of watching on the nights they're programmed to watch is bullshit. Because there's no bigger Triple H fan out there than me. And I might have seen two of his SmackDown matches. I just don't watch. It doesn't happen. I, I mean, it's... I can't... I can't make myself watch SmackDown every week. But I never miss a Raw or a TNA. I'm programmed that way. Some people are programmed differently. But they're going to a station now that's even smaller than the one they're currently on. With a roster that's weaker than the one they had last night. <laughs> that is true. Well, so take it how you want, but to me, tonight's draft was a waste of time.
2: And to a degree, I would agree with you. But, like I said, there will be some people that will benefit from this, and then a lot of people that will not. I think it's great for a guy like Christian. Hopefully he can really uh, do something over there. The last time he was drafted to SmackDown, it completely killed him, and he left the company and went to TNA and became a star over there. So we'll have to see if that happens again. I think Christian is more over... And he was never utilized on the Raw brand since he since ECW died. He was never really put in any kind of major program. He just did a filler match here or there. So it's going to be nice to see him a focal point on one of these brands.
5: Well, he's going to have to be a, a huge focal point on SmackDown with Swagger being the champ, a guy that he's already beaten a million times.
2: Well, they had a pretty good rivalry. I mean, I wouldn't say beat him a million times. They they had a couple matches back and forth, and it was a, a pretty intense rivalry. I'm looking forward to seeing that come back.
5: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it About being about the belt also, you know, a belt that matters.
2: True. But, I mean, I would agree with some of the points you said. It, it does seem like they really take the piss out of SmackDown every year with the draft.
5: Well, I mean... Maybe it's because we've seen it enough now that we're desensitized, but I mean I want surprises. you know I want announcers drafted. I want the person in the third row drafted in the front row, and I want crazy shit to go down. you know, I want Goldberg to come out i, I just you know I want something different that or put it I back in the, ant- man, the if the general managers are in charge of making their picks, it's just like. Then it becomes more of a who can build the best fantasy team than who's got who on what show. Then it's about which one of us can put together the roster that would kick the other one's ass. If we lined up our rosters face-to-face and said, all right, boys, side of the bell, kill each other, whose roster would have the last man standing? That's what it should be all about.
2: I would agree but that's never going to happen. The USA network is too uh crucial to the people they have on there. They want Vince to stack the deck every time. True.
0: What were you saying earlier, Mace? Well, you want surprises. We had Hornsfolk beating Ziggler.
2: Yeah, we want a surprise. It's not horse shit.
0: Mhm. Hey, come on. That was a creative ending.
2: It was creative for what it was. The fact that you would even have a match between Dolph Ziggler and Hornswoggle, and just yet again, another match that Dolph Ziggler, who is a great talent, and I don't know why he's become the biggest jobber in the company, over a guy that's only three feet tall and is limited at best, that they use for every fucking comedy segment, on any program, especially Raw, it just to me, it just kind of took away from, you know, uh, once again, Dolph Ziggler, you know, job to a guy half his size in two minutes.
0: Yeah. I, I, I can see it from your point of view, but I, I, there was something different, something unexpected in the results, definitely. And that's what people are clamoring for. They're talking in the chat room.
5: They're talking in the chat room about having a Sunday night showdown draft. We've already done that once, actually.
2: Yeah, it was it was different. It was a different time, I think it was back in the WTR WNL crossover days. It'd be interesting to see a, an SNS draft with some of the crazy fucking kooky hosts we have on this network. <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine for a second the host of Wrestling News Live being Mike Siciliano and the Trey Dog?
5: No. <laughs>
2: Could you imagine the pro wrestling rewind with C.J. Bowman
5: and Krellie? <laughs>
2: oh, <dear.
1: laughs>
5: And it's the Ministry of Slam with the Tray Dog and a bunch of people who talk funny. <laughs> Can you imagine Unplugged
2: with uh, with Andy Knowles and Nim? <laughs> I mean, just, just think of all the chaos that we could do with a fucking draft.
5: We actually staged a draft at one point where I was drafted to WTR, and Harmony was drafted to Wrestling News Live, and you sons of bitches that were here for that, you Wrestling News Live fans gave her so much shit, she got pissed off and walked out.
0: Yeah, so that wasn't the time when, uh, in that Dave got traded for Adam Martin?
5: No, that was something completely different. Yeah, we did that
2: as just a joke. That didn't that actually culminate into wasted news live?
0: Yeah, yeah, it did. That's, that's why I mentioned this. Who the
2: fuck to. is Internet Dave? Yeah, that was some good times there. But you know, that,
5: overall, that was, so we decided, oh well, hell, we'll come on drunk and do a show. Ah, that's a great idea.
2: Yeah, because I think we had drafted uh, what's his face over to WTR there for a while, and that's kind of what that happened. <laughs>
5: I'll to I'll fire your ass. Yeah that was some that was some
2: classic radio right there.
5: So sorry the, myself folks, but I've had a long day.
2: You know what it has been a long day. You've definitely had a longer day than anybody else, and dude I, I'm so sorry to hear what happened to you. That's that's completely fucked up.
5: Well I was bad. No. No, no. no. I was confused. Then I understood a little bit. Then I was angry. Then I was pissed. Then I was scared. How the hell am I gonna get home? And then I was fucking it'll be alright.
2: That's a good way to look at it.
0: Hey Trey, I got a question for you. I got an answer. Do you want a Virgil? Do I want a vaginal?
5: What? <laughs> Virgil, you retard! Oh yeah, I wanted a vaginal. I was like, what? <laughs> oh oh, that- oh God. shit!
0: Mark, I, did,
5: th- I never turned down a vaginal. <laughs>
0: that was not the offer.
5: What's a Virgil!
0: Oh, oh. You, obviously, you missed obviously missed the joint, the- the- didn't you? Board in you. <sighs> Wow.
2: Okay, I I think what Mace is trying to imply is, did you happen to catch the Raw segment between Ted DiBiase Jr. and uh, R-Truth, who was drafted to Raw?
5: No, I didn't see that. I was on the phone.
2: Okay, what happened was, um, we we go to a backstage segment, and Carlito is standing beside uh, DiBiase Jr., and he basically uh, says to Carlito, he says... You know, if you come and join me, then you'll be in the forefront. You won't be, you know, sitting around on the sidelines anymore. You'll be, uh, you know, a big part of something. And then R. Truth walks in and he says, Hey, Truth, welcome to Raw. Nice to see you here. And he goes, uh, I got I got a proposition for you. And he says, How would you like to be my, uh, my companion, my compatriot, you know, uh, my confidant? He goes, Oh, yeah. Well, what do I have to do? And he's like, Well, you have to carry my bags and, uh, you know and he goes oh oh wait a second so so you want a virgil you want me to carry your bags and uh and, and say yes sir and, and all this and that and and starts you know doing the whole slave thing and and then T- ted's like well no no it wouldn't be like that i'm not like my dad he says it would be basically i pay you a lot of money and you do what i say he's like oh you pay me a lot of money and he's like yeah he's like well let me think about it and he slaps him upside the head and says truth don't play that
5: Come on don't play <clears> that?
2: That was hilarious.
5: No, I don't need a Virgil.
0: Could use some vaginal.
5: No Virgil.
2: Well, there you go, Mace. He'll take the vaginal.
0: Communica- communication fails. Seriously.
2: you got to understand, there's just something about, you know, that Aussie to English uh, transfer that just didn't come out right.
0: Yeah, definitely. Did anybody else yeah.
5: hear vaginal? or Was I, was I the only one that heard vaginal?
0: quite sure it was just you, Trey.
5: No, I wouldn't be surprised.
2: I'm sure there's many in the chat room that heard that too, Mace. And even if they didn't, they'll say they did, so it's all good.
0: Yeah, Oh,
2: you know what? Moving on to some more of the matches that we saw tonight on Monday Night Raw. Uh, what was the last one we talked about. Jericho. Uh, we just talked about Hornswoggle defeating Dolph Ziggler. He got the draft pick. Uh, For Monday Night Raw, Chris Jericho gets drafted to Monday Night Raw. Of course, right after this, we go right into the main event. Uh, It's basically Sheamus and Randy Orton for the right to face John Cena for the WWE Championship.
5: I love this.
2: And Batista comes out and says, you know what, I'm the number one contender. I didn't get beat last night. I got embarrassed. And I want it. So John Cena apparently takes it upon himself to be the Raw guest host tonight and makes it a triple threat match. The winner gets to face John Cena for the WWE Championship. Uh, Very good match from all three guys. We saw a lot of big spots. But in the end, Edge comes down and spears Randy Orton, who had victory well within his grasp, allowing Batista to get the pinfall. And Batista, once again, is your new number one contender after just having... A match last night where he lost against John Cena. I love it. You love it.
5: Well, think about it. You got all these guys on Raw. You might as well make the best stew you can. And what's in a stew? Just about everything.
2: Yeah, but again, we've got Batista Cena on the Raw branch. We now have Jericho and Edge on the Raw brand as well. Does that mean we're going to have another match between those two? Because I got to be quite honest, after seeing the last two matches between these two, I don't want to see a third.
5: Well, they're going to have to do something different. They're going to have to put somebody else in there with them probably.
2: And I mean, hey, if we see Batista and Cena this time, does maybe uh does Batista get revenge and maybe duct tape John Cena to the mat?
0: Fucker it'd still pop up at 9. It's vaginal.
2: It could be vaginal. I don't know. I'm still not a big fan of the duct tape spot. I'm sorry, just, just not a big fan.
5: I had something funny planned tonight before I got endeavored.
2: Well, don't tell anybody. We'll, we'll do it later.
5: I'll save it for next week.
2: That's right. We'll save it. We'll do it live. Fuck it.
5: Fuck it. We'll do it live.
2: I don't know. <laughs> What are your thoughts on the whole duct tape and professional wrestling?
5: <laughs> well, after listening to Sunday Night Showdown, which I did all four hours, I look at it a little bit like this. It wasn't done correctly. Now, had Cena... Really been pulling out all the stops and hit Batista with everything but a fucking freight train. And he kept getting to his feet. Then I could see that being a creative end. But if you go back and you watch the match, Batista's the one that strung that toolbox full of shit out in the first place. And that's where the tape was at to begin with. Right. I'm not as anti-vaginal on the thing as everybody else seemed to be last night. But I thought it was creative. I thought it would have been better suited had Cena been at the end of his rope to where he could barely stand up on his own. And there was nothing that he could do to make Batista stay down past nine. Then, maybe I would have bought into it a little more. Well, now that's the
2: thing. In that match, we saw spot after spot. We saw both men hit multiple finishers through tables. Uh, you name it. I mean, devastation happened last night between both guys. It bothered me that the only way John Cena could win the match was to duct tape somebody's legs to the, uh, to the turnbuckle post. You know, after everything that they did to each other, that was the finish of the match. That's what really bothered me more than anything. I thought the duct tape was funny, per se. I just didn't like the way it was utilized.
5: Travis the Zick Zickerman brings up a great point. I'm not willing to pay 54.95 for someone to job with duct tape for a major title.
2: And that's what we did last night.
5: Yeah. I I thought it was different. I thought it was creative, but I didn't pay for anything. But I don't know. I I, I thought it was funny more than anything. But it was it was what it was. It was different. It was it was a different ending to something we've seen a million times. You know, it's a memorable spot. In a horrible, it was a horrible pay per view. I thought It had its moments. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it was horrible. Yeah, right? it had its moments. That's a good way. But it, it had its moments. But. All in all, at the end of the day, Raw starts at 7 the next day, and I'm not too butthurt. True that. I don't know why. I just I wasn't upset with the fact they used tape. I thought, hey, that's creative. Get up now, motherfucker. What you going to do?
2: Like I said, it was funny. I just didn't think it was the way to end that pay-per-view. I... <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of it, let's just put it that way.
5: I think it would probably be better suited for him to have ripped out of it about nine and a half and stood up.
2: Yeah, and then maybe seen it hit the FU and then that would have been it.
5: It would have been a good funny spot. Yeah, I just I just
2: thought it was a bit much to uh to have that a job to duct tape.
5: If you're gonna use the duct tape, you know, maybe make a comical spot out of it. Something that's each pay-per-view has its moment that you'll never forget. Or it's supposed to get the tape out. Hit Batista with a move. He's laid out flat on his stomach. Get the tape out and have, and then kind of see the crawl under the ring. Well, the referee hadn't started his count yet because he's too busy trying to figure out what the fuck Cena's doing. And then you see Cena pull Hornswoggle out on the other side, and Cena runs around to the other side of the ring, and pulls the tape over Batista, and Hornswoggle runs it under the ring, and they actually tape the motherfucker down. (laughs) I mean, if you could go for a comedy segment, a comedy spot, that would have been it.
2: That actually would have been a lot funnier than what we saw last night.
5: That way, if you end on a note like that, you end at least laughing. You don't end going, are you kidding me? Oh, God damn it. I mean, I'm just trying to, you know, put some sugar in the Kool-Aid, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, you know, and and Crelly says it best in the chat room. The duct tape is the WWE champion. The Volcano is the X-Division champion. How about a title unification? I mean, seriously, I mean, I'm not Andy Knowles, but if he were on this program right now, he'd probably be calling for a... you know, for the title held hostage here. Because, you know, Cena didn't win that match. The duct tape won the match.
5: Well, no, not no, that's not right either because it's a last man standing. Now, if Cena would have had to have pinned Batista and then duct taped him, then, yeah, the tape would be the champion. But in a last man standing, it just prevented him from being able to get to his feet. It didn't, you know... It didn't pin him or anything. Well,
2: to a degree, it kind of did. It, it kept him down.
5: Well, I'm sure if they'd let Cena, he'd have gone over and laid on top of him, too. But they, didn't, they wouldn't do that.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a little homoerotic, isn't it? Vaginal. Wow. It's Degenerating.
5: Awkward. Awkward.
2: No shit. <laughs> so that's it for the show tonight, guys. We'll
5: talk to you later. Have a good night, kiss my ass, i out.
2: That's right. Oh. I've
5: been, been taking a short break just smoking cigarettes. so if you guys want to talk amongst yourselves, you can go right ahead. I'm in, a non, I'm in a non-smoking room, and by God, I need a cigarette.
2: You know what, I think we're going to take a commercial break. We'll come back and kind of open the phone lines. I said we were going to do some... Uh, commercial break? Commercial break. Vaginal? Vaginal?
5: What the fuck is that? That's magic, baby, that's magic.
2: Yeah, we'll take a quick commercial break, come back and uh take some phone calls from the listeners and find out what they thought of the draft tonight and of course uh possibly even extreme rules last night with the duct tape. So with that said, guys, we'll be right back right here, Wrestling News Live. <laughs>
1: This is Josh Petra. You are listening to Wrestling News Live.
3: I go inside this light. I see new lights unfold. The second diver. burn Your fire is going forward. WWE meets reality TV.
1: The next next evolution of the WWE. Eight NXT rookies join eight WWE pros in an all-out quest to realize their dreams. WWE NXT, 10, 9 Central, on
3: Sci-Fi. Hello, Wrestling News Live fans. This is Rick from CartageCrew.net, your people's choice show of the year. I'm encouraging you to come listen to us this Tuesday, 8 p.m. on CarnageCrew.net and ding on SundayNightShowdown.com. Once again, you can hear us right here at SundayNightShowdown.com and, as always, at www.CarnageCrew.net. And welcome back to the Trade Dog and J.J. Bring back, wrestling news live for free on the Sunday Night Showdown radio network.
1: Jared, the king of the mountain, and I'm on planet Jared right now, listening to Wrestling News Live. ShopTNA.com today for hundreds of official TNA wrestling items. Music, clothing, autographs, and unique memorabilia. Plus, exclusive access to Don West's insane deals, DVD blowouts, pay per view commemoratives, limited edition items, and much more. ShopTNA.com, your one stop shop for everything TNA wrestling. Go to ShopTNA.com now for the latest deals.
2: Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, J.J. Sexay of Sunday Night Showdown. If you're looking for the latest wrestling news on the World Wide Web, you should check out com. It's the official news source... For Sunday Night Showdown, and you should make it your official news source as well. Once again, that's triple W. From headlocks to headlines.com. One
3: cell, this on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H.
1: This is Flair 16 Tom. Welcome back to Wrestling News Live with your host, JJ Sexy, and the trade dogs.
2: All right, guys, we're back, Wrestling News Live. Myself, the Trey Dog, I think Mace is also on the line. Uh, Let me pull the Trey Dog and Mace back in here. I had to mute. Trey, are you with us? I think he's still having a smoke break, but i tell you what, guys, Mace, are you with us? No, Mace is gone. Um, I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines and uh, take phone calls, so if you guys want to chime in on what you saw tonight on Monday Night Raw or you want to chime in on anything else, Definitely do so. The number, of course, is five zero one five eight eight seven nine five seven. Or just add Sunday night showdown to your Skype, and we'll take your calls right here live on Wrestling News Live. Trey, are you back? Apparently not. So guys, I did not catch a lot of impact tonight. Uh what I did see of impact was a little of the main event between Ric Flair and Abyss. And I found it a little interesting, to say the least, how disgustingly bloody Ric Flair was at the end of that match and the fact that Abyss took Flair's Hall of Fame ring. So now Abyss has Hogan's Hall of Fame ring, and now he has Ric Flair's Hall of Fame ring as well, which
5: you goddamn park with knocking at my fucking hotel room door, you
2: ass crackheaded bitch. Apparently, the tray has uh, called for some female entertainment tonight. What's happening, everybody? I don't know. Is that your female entertainment for the night?
5: Somebody heard they out by. and said, somebody say something about vaginal. I said, oh, that's two doors down.
2: Nice. We actually do have a caller on the line. Welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this? Okay, I guess we don't have a caller.
5: Oh, motherfucker, say hello.
2: Holy fuck, what is going on with this shit tonight?
5: Skype was acting, here's what's weird, is that Ustream was acting up, Skype was acting up, and Shotcast was acting up, so I just attributed it to the internet, but then Skype came back for me, and Shotcast came back for me, and Ustream was still kind of jacked up, but I don't know. I don't know. You
2: know what? Ustream has been giving me problems since last night. I had to have Internet Dave uh, run the show from Ustream on his laptop, and I ran the Shoutcast stream on here. So everything that went from Shoutcast was being broadcast through Ustream, which was incredibly crazy. I tried to do it again tonight, and for some reason it's not wanting to access. So Internet Dave is broadcasting on the Ustream tonight, and of course I'm still using Shoutcast. So I have no idea what the hell's going on with anything tonight. Everything is fucked up. It's vaginal. It's all vaginal. It's all
5: vaginal. That's that's gonna be my new phrase on the show. It's just vaginal. Yeah.
2: Hey it works, it works, right?
5: <laughs> and if it don't it don't.
2: Yeah. True dad. Now did you happen to catch anything from Impact Tonight?
5: Um I saw I saw AJ Styles come in the ring, and then they went to a commercial, I think, so I changed it back. And then I saw Ric Flair bleeding like a used tampon.
2: <laughs> and... Oh, shit. I saw...
5: I saw the uh, Crimson mask on Ric Flair, and then I saw him punch Samoa Joe in the ovaries. And then I saw him restart the match, and then Samoa... Or not Samoa Joe, Abyss. Abyss... uh hulked up, and then I flipped back into something else and flipped back, and I saw Hogan in Abyss in the ring with the rings on, and Hogan talking shit to Flair. <laughs> uh, I like that
2: quote, the tampon quote. That was nice, Trey. I'm going to I'm gonna stop tape and Put that in the soundboard somewhere, I think. Oh, wait, that's that's not my gimmick. Sorry.
5: There you go.
2: And mark tape. Mark the tape, yes. Uh You know what? I saw just bits and pieces of Impact tonight. I, I thought it was hilarious that they had an X-Division title match with uh, Kazarian and Shannon Moore. And there was no X-Division championship with them. So why would you even put one on, to be quite honest? I mean, I know at the pay-per-view they had to do something because Doug Williams hadn't made it over. And obviously he hadn't when they taped this, but... Why would you have an X-Division championship match without the X-Division title is beyond me. It should have just been a non-title little match where he came out and they didn't really make any reference that, oh, he's the X-Division champion. Well,
5: um, didn't they have a replica belt somewhere? Couldn't they, you know? Couldn't
2: they have got on ShopTNA.com and picked one up? Something. Something. I mean, wasn't it AJ Styles that was carrying around a replica world title belt for a while? Yeah. Would that have been such a hard thing to do? I mean, I, I digress. I don't really understand why they feel the need to do that. It made him look really Bush League. Oh, wait. It's TNA. I'm sorry. I Again, I don't know. And then the finish of the match, I like the finisher that Kazarian is using. It's like a reverse pile driver. Uh, Maneuver. The problem was that he missed the
5: mat Shannon Moore did by about three feet. Huh. I figured with the mood I was in and my phone ringing off the hook that I would just, I gave up. I thought I'll just watch the draft, then I'll watch TNA on the replay on Thursday like all the other jabrones and do it that way.
2: Well, that's probably what I'll do this week, because obviously I was more into what was going on in the draft tonight, but I, I just kind of felt like it was, uh I don't know, it was kind of a cluster. Uh, I've got a, a message coming in from Real Blackheart. Hogan actually has Flair's ring and is going to give it to someone next week. So they have stolen Ric Flair's Hall of Fame ring. Now, somebody asked me earlier, and I think it was Blackheart, how do you feel about them using the WWE Hall of Fame rings in their storylines?
5: It is retarded. Thank you. I said that at the beginning of the whole Hulk Hogan ring, but now somebody's gonna get the Ric Flair ring and they're gonna get all his powers. What are his powers? So get divorced a lot and go woo and bleed?
2: Get beat up by your wife. I don't know. I mean, uh, apparently that's Jim, Jim, Jenna Jameson's role right now. Did you hear the news that, uh, Tito Ortiz was arrested for domestically abusing his, uh, his girlfriend, Jenna Jameson?
5: Well, he probably tried to fuck her and it was like throwing a hot dog down a hallway and he just said, What the fuck? Where'd you been? Slap! <laughs>
2: oh, Trey. That's vaginal right there,
5: buddy. It's vaginal. It's <laughs> completely vaginal. It's just vaginal. <laughs> That reminds, me of the, of this shit.
2: that reminds me of the quote from Triple H a couple of years back when he said, you know, even a 747 looks uh, small flying in a Grand Canyon.
5: That's right. Bam. I mean, how can you, in all honesty, be a person not in the porn industry married to a porn star and be okay with it? <laughs> you know what? I'd have a serious problem with that. I mean, let's say she's got an early shoot. She gets up, she washes her pussy and goes to work. And then you wake up, and while you're eating pancakes, she's fucking somebody else. While you walk to the mailbox to get the mail, she's fucking somebody else. When you come inside and turn on the TV and have a cup of tea... She's fucking somebody else. Then she's having lunch while you're taking a nap and you're lazy boy. She comes back from lunch and punches in and starts fucking somebody else. Then she comes home. You make the bitch, you you, you tell the bitch that you want dinner. She makes you something in the microwave and goes to bed, and you're jacking off because she spent all day fucking somebody else. How do you live that way?
2: I don't know. And, and what is the conversation at the dinner table? Oh, hi, honey. How was your day? Oh, I sucked a lot of dick and got fucked in the ass today. I mean, how how does that work? I just I've never understood the whole porn star. You know, I, I can be married and be a porn star. I just I don't get that. I just don't.
5: Well, honey, after I dropped the kids off at preschool, I went and uh, had breakfast with my mother, went to work, and my boss was up my ass all day. I mean, literally, up my ass all day with no KY. I just, you said, how was your day? Well, I uh, had breakfast, and I went and got the mail. I came back inside, and then I went back out, and I got the tractor running, I uh, mowed the back 20 and came up. Didn't have time to do any fishing today because I was too busy working on the uh, alternator on your car. Um, pretty much spent all day in the garage fixing shit. What about you? Oh, I just chugged a lot of cock and <laughs> finger banged my pussy until my fingers started feeling like I had, you know, Arthritis.
4: Oh, wow.
2: That's good times, Trey. We we actually do have someone on the line. It's been on for about ten minutes now.
5: It's, it's vaginal. <laughs> it's vaginal. Welcome to Wrestling News
2: Live. <laughs> Who the fuck is this?
4: Wow. How do I throw that convo? Um, oh, shit.
2: Yeah.
4: You, um, asked, mm.
5: you asked me my thoughts on Tito Ortiz... And why I should be upset that he's in jail for bitch-slapping his porn star girlfriend. And that's just what I think about it. I think, you know, if she were a game show host, it'd be different. If she worked in the grocery store, it'd be different. But when your job is to go to work and put somebody else's penis in your mouth... You can't have a normal relationship. You just can't. You
2: know, it's funny. I was just reading what Krelly had wrote in our conversation box here, and he he says, and I quote: "You're having tea. She's getting tea bagged."
5: <laughs> That's it. That is it. It's vaginal. <laughs> oh, I love this show. Now this this is this is wrestling news live right here. If you've ever heard one of us say, you've never heard the real wrestling news live, this is the kind of conversation that we used to have every week. And that's why I feel like I'm some kind of an expert on the whole subject. Like, people should lay on the couch and ask me shit. (laughs) You should should totally
2: be a psychologist, man.
5: Dr. Dog? Yes, my son? Oh, that's a preacher. Never mind. Dr. Dog? Yes? I have a question. Well, have the seat on the couch. Lay back and tell me about your childhood. Well, I was a normal kid. I grew up, went to high school. I played sports. I went to college, dropped out, went in the military, uh, met my wife, had a couple kids. I'm still uh, overhauling motors for uh, J.B. Hunt, and she's fucking people 24-7 with a camera up her ass. I'm sorry, sir. It's not going to work. It's vaginal. It'll never work. Come on, Trey. Stop being so anal. Now, see there. That, in the profession, is what we call taking a left turn at Truthville. Don't make a joke. We're trying to heal. What do you do? How do you get married to a porn star and not be a porn star? Do you take this man to be the guy that you fuck when you're at home? I do. Do you take this woman who's going to go out and fuck a bunch of people every day and not fuck you because she's too tired to be your wife? What? I don't think so. I'll pass. She is pretty hot, but... She's got more shit hanging out of her pussy than an old man with hemorrhoids. Ooh, ooh.
2: Here's a visual. It's magical. Yeah. So Crelly, what's on your mind tonight?
4: Um, um, uh, I forgot. I forgot um, too much porn on my mind. No. Um, my um, I was going to talk about the TNA ra- rating system, kind of, but Trey's rant has just made me forget. What I was going to say, so I'm going to jump off before.
5: (laughs) I wouldn't exactly call that a rant. I'd call that education.
4: (laughs) Ed has been brought to you by Wrestling News Live.
5: I mean, I don't want any of my listeners of the male persuasion to marry a porn star. Now, strippers are different because you get some good drugs from strippers, they serve a purpose. If they're a good stripper, she's going to bring home some good cocaine. You can be bet on it. And most of them, most strippers, they don't fuck the customers. If they do, they're not good strippers. Now, you want to have a position where you work hand in hand with the strippers so that they know you and trust you like a straight girl at a gay bar. So, strippers are okay, they have their time and place, don't marry one of them, but fuck them for a long time and snort up all their cocaine. And then, be done with it all. Because that's what leads you into marrying a porn star, thinking, well that shit was good, this shit's gotta be better. You yeah. know?
2: Words of just, advice.
5: Just because just a motherfucker takes apart cars every day don't make him very good at putting them back together.
2: Very true.
4: Grelly, are you there? Yeah, I'm just dying here. <laughs> um, yeah, my question was about this whole TNA ranking system where the fans going to choose the top ten competitors and then the TNA booking committee pick who wrestles them. And, and does this mean that there's not going to be any heels getting uh, title shots anytime soon? <laughs> because fans never vote for heels.
5: Well, apparently Desmond uh, yes, Wolfe was being... Will it somebody else?
4: Uh, last time I checked, Jeff Hardy was top of it. Yeah. So Jeff Hardy versus IVD will probably be the next interview yeah. match. Well,
5: what will eventually happen is TNA will pull what I like to call a rope dope. You know what a rope dope is, Curly?
4: I have no idea. No idea. A rope
5: dope. No is a boxing term for faking one way and going with the other. So if I'm punching you with my right, punching you with my right, punching you with my right, and then I fake with my right and I catch you with my left, it knocks you out because you weren't expecting it. You didn't see it coming.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: So T&A, what they're going to have to do is to get Jeff Hardy off the top of the polls There's a joke inside there to be made. To get Jeff Hardy off the top of the poll is on one side of the website, put coupons for free food and Cheetos and shit. And then on the other side, have the poll, but only have it up for like a few seconds.
4: Hmm. Well, I'm looking right now.
5: That way, the the fat bitches, they all go over to the coupons and the wrestling fans can get a quick vote in.
4: Yeah, I'm looking now... Desmond, Desmond is, 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 is actually top of the leaderboard. It goes, Desmond Wolf, followed by Jeff Hardy, AJ Styles, The Pope, Sting, Rob Terry, Abyss, and cut Angle and Anselm are there and thereabouts. Which is quite surprising, because I, I don't think the, the teenage fans liked Desmond Wolf.
5: Now... Can you vote for anybody, or is there just a certain amount of people you can vote for?
4: Uh, You can vote for Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Anderson, Pope, Singh, Jeff Jarrett, Abyss, Rob Terry, Desmond Wolf, AJ.
5: Hmm. And this is all part of Bischoff's new ranking scheme to let the fans.
4: Yeah, I'll post it in uh, in the chat so people can vote. And I'll post it in a little bit chat there.
5: Well, now that's going to go over like a fart in a Volvo. Mm, mm. I don't see. Well, is just trying to do something different. I got to applaud them for trying.
4: But how long before people compare it to to uh, Cyber Sunday?
5: Oh well, it's 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 already comparable.
4: Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'll jump off so you guys can get some more coolers on here because I'm tired as fuck. Ten past six in the morning.
5: You must have been fucking all
4: Well, that's the lifestyle of a porn star.
5: And we all know how big of a porn star you are.
4: Hell, that's why they call me the international sensation. <laughs> That's not what I heard. Well, what well, states in England? States, what happened in England? States in England. I hope.
5: Father Azrael wants to know what I think about the Vandals that smeared refried beans in the shape of swastikas on the state's capitals windows in Arizona. <laughs> when I heard that today, I actually laughed. <clears throat> but is that the best you can do? Is re-fried motherfucking beans?
2: When I heard that, I actually thought maybe it was the uh some Mexicans trying to frame some Nazis.
5: The first thing I thought of was Mexican Americans don't have to go to work, but they got to so to do it real slow. Beaners. Oh shit. Beaners. Beaners. That's all I got right now, right man. Oh, that's good, man. That's good. That's the first thing I thought it was Mexican Americans. But here's here's what's wrong with the world today. Let me sum this up for you real quick. Okay? <laughs> Too many motherfuckers out there want to worry about what the other motherfucker next to them are doing instead of worrying about them goddamn self, like TNA. It needs to just worry about TNA. Quit worrying about what the fucking WWE's doing. Let the WWE do what it's been doing. It'll end up pissing everybody off to begin with. Now, if everybody quit worrying about what the motherfucker down the road was doing and do their own goddamn thing, this world would be a much better place. You got fucking Barack Obama's wife and a bunch of motherfucking celebrities banding together because... Children are obese. Children are eating too much goddamn food, now they're obese. Well, now you got Oprah Winfrey and a bunch of other motherfucking celebrities talk about how children are starving. And I hear commercials all the time about, oh, there wasn't enough food. Well if your family doesn't have enough food, you can give us a call at blah 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 blah. What the fuck is it? Are we fat or do we not have enough goddamn food? We can't have both. It can't be both things. You can't not you can't be straight and hate pussy. It doesn't work. You can't be fat and there not be enough food. It doesn't work.
4: I you agree. know.
2: I completely agree. We actually do have a caller on the line. Uh, Crilly has left us. Uh, welcome to Wrestling News Live. Who is this?
1: What's up, guys? It's coming, Nine here from the chat room. What up, brother? Not much. Not much. Getting into some interesting subjects tonight.
5: Well, you know, it's funny because I wasn't quite finished with what I was just getting at. But the deal is, is that people just need to worry about themselves. Like today, for instance, on ABC News, in... Back-to-back commercials. And when I say commercial, I mean like... I don't mean commercial. I mean like... <sighs> two different reporters reporting on two different subjects. And the bitch at the desk says, Let's go to Conchita, Katikawa, out in Balabalabada, reporting on something. And this bitch tells me... That because I smoke cigarettes, I have a four out of a four out of ten chance of being fat. Yep. Because I smoke cigarettes, there's a chance that that's what makes a motherfucker fat. And then the same motherfucker, the same I mean, within a breath, they go to the other correspondent and his story, the very next news topic is how sex is the number one exercise in the world. Well, what do you do after you get done fucking? You want a cigarette. Damn right. So when I'm done having sex, before I even have a drink of water, I'm lighting a cigarette. So now I'm fucking and fat. While I'm doing the best exercise known to man to lose weight.
1: It can't be. Well, 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 see, that's the thing, Trey. You you, you gotta you, you have to listen to these people because uh, because you do what you want to do, you're you're hurting everybody else. That's that's what uh, that's what they say.
5: Yeah, because I drink Mountain Dew, some baby seal out there is extinct. Yep. You know, you got all this fucking oil dripping out of this ship in the middle of the ocean. And they're more concerned with me smoking a motherfucking cigarette after I climb off a bitch than they are cleaning up the goddamn oil that's out there killing all these fucking animals in the ocean. You want to fucking educate me, motherfucker? Teach them motherfuckers to drive the boats how to steer clear of shit so they don't keep spilling oil in the ocean. That's a
1: different story. That's not their problem, It's it, it's because you're doing what you want to do that, that you're hurting somebody else. That's, that's what they say. That's
5: exactly what he, it's vaginal. It's vaginal.
1: It is damn down fucking dirty fucking vaginal.
5: I think I lost just, my coat.
1: Check, check, check this out, guys. Just, just a quick analogy based on what you were saying before about keto or right? I used to date this chick. She worked at Hooters. I had no problem with that. She
5: asked me if I was okay with her being a stripper. That's like the and early stages. That's, I the, that's like the early that's like the early stages of a disease. It's just itching at that point. It hasn't it doesn't happen yet. That's well, what I there. said. I was like, no, I'm, I'm not cool with that. When you work at Hooters, that's like that's like getting your permit to drive. You ain't
1: have yeah,
4: to do nothing yet.
1: You're, you're sticking your ass out and you're showing some kids, but you're not really doing anything, and you're making money. Right. But when you're stripping, you're actually putting yourself in some fucking random dude's face and, and making more money. But still, I, I would have a problem with that. I, I'd be fucking jealous as hell. I'll admit it myself.
5: Let me ask you all this. And then be honest. Be honest with yourselves. Be honest with JJ, be honest with me, be honest with Pillman. How many of you motherfuckers out there know a stripper that don't do some drugs or isn't a fucking raging alcoholic or have some kind of fucked up shit going on in her life? I don't know of any strippers that go to work, take off their shit, shake their shit, put their clothes back on, And go home and be normal. I don't know a single one. Does anybody? And now, with that being said, have you ever met a motherfucker that's dating a stripper? And if you have, how fucked up is he on the fucked up most people on the planet? The guy dating the stripper is fucked up way worse than the stripper. Every goddamn time, you will not find a normal motherfucker on the planet that's dating a stripper.
1: Nope, I never have.
5: I mean, anywhere on the planet, if you're dating a stripper, if this, if you, if somebody says, "Hey, this is my friend Tommy, he's dating uh, Jade," Tommy's a fucked up motherfucker. You can tell by talking to him.
1: I used to know a dude just dated a stripper, and when the fucking guy wasn't at work, he was fucking hanging out at the strip club.
5: Just to watch his girlfriend and make sure she wasn't fucking around on him. Exactly. See, that's what I'm talking about. Hot dog down a hallway. If she had as many sticking out of her as she had stuffed in her, she'd look like a porcupine. It's all the same.
1: But I mean and I'm mean, sure there's probably gonna be more detailed release of the incident here in the next couple of days, but as far as I understand how the law works, um that fucking uh Jenna Jameson or whatever her name is, she should have attacked him and he should have ran outside and called the police and the police still was taking him away.
5: Yeah, I mean I, so,
1: I mean I I had
5: a I had the ex girlfriend throwing shit at me one time and Scratched my back all up, slapped me in the face, and I never touched her. And I was outside smoking a cigarette with my shirt torn, my fucking chest was hanging out, my fucking back was bleeding, and my fucking face was fucked up, and there was glass and shit all over the apartment that she would broke. And these motherfuckers come and take me to jail.
1: Because you're the man of the house.
5: Well, I'm outside smoking a cigarette, and they go, what happened? That bitch is crazy. What'd she do? Well, first she slapped me. Then she was throwing shit at me. Then she scratched my back while I'm walking away. You think I was walking backwards into the bitch so she'd scratch my back? No, motherfucker. I was walking away from her trying to get away. And I went outside, smoked a cigarette. Batista was duct taped to the fucking car so I couldn't drive away. (laughs) And then you motherfuckers show up. She's still in there throwing shit around and you're going to arrest me. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that about a motherfucking bitch. (laughs) I'm telling you, man. It's vaginal. It's all vaginal. I didn't think... Why was that show tonight, though? I mean, the draft pick
1: sucked, but I didn't think the matches were too bad tonight.
5: Yeah, they usually do a good job of making good matches for that show, and it's just a shame that you can... Within... uh, I know, depending on, I guess, the, the the knowledge of the wrestling fan, I would like to think that the, the Wrestling News Live family can, can pick within three wrestlers. If I gave you three choices for a draft pick because of who's in the ring and who won the draft pick, I would like to think that within three people, our listeners could guess who the motherfucker is about to get drafted. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, Filman. Um, the whole
1: so Kofi Kingston—I mean, I, I saw that coming—but um, the rest of uh, the draft picks were pretty predictable. I thought the show was all right, though.
5: Yeah, like I said, the wrestling is usually pretty good, but the draft picks anymore. Shit, J.J. and I could have sat down with a pencil last night and, and predicted the draft picks.
2: Yeah, we
1: we could have. J.J. might have already predicted half of them.
2: I did on the fly, actually. I think I even predicted some of those last night.
1: John Morrison.
2: Christian.
5: Now the black redneck says he saw a stripper one time smoke a cigarette with her pussy. Now I want to see that.
2: That's vaginal right there.
5: That is (laughs) vaginal. Oh, Oh, that's the pussy Doctor Trey wants to get up in.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'd be scared of getting up in that man.
5: Is that like in case you run out of patches? (laughs) (laughs) Oh.
1: I'm on the show tonight, guys. Guys, I will open up your line here in a minute, but I don't know about it. As far as where SmackDown's going, I think SmackDown's just going to be like UDW, neon on sci-fi. I mean, you're, you're going to have some decent mid-card guys and some decent dudes, but I mean, nobody really caring. So the show. It'll be all right, but... Right? I don't really. I, I'm like uh, I'm like you, Trey. I don't really watch SmackDown as it is, and I'm probably not going to start watching SmackDown. So I don't really care one way or the other, but. Well,
5: if you didn't watch before, if you didn't watch before tonight, what the fuck did they do to make you want to start now?
1: Yeah, that? there's a big show. That's always That's a big draft up every year.
5: How many times has that motherfucker been over there already? Hell, he was a unified tag champion, so he was already over there as it is. That wasn't anything secretive or shocking.
1: The way I see it, guys, personally, I think Jericho was a big <laughs> centerpiece of SmackDown, and now that he's gone, I don't.
5: Who over there? I, I don't really see with with the undertaker taking time off obviously until wrestlemania probably who over there is going to who who over there is going to stop big show from being the champion
2: probably Max nobody Washington.
5: i mean come on
1: It'll probably, they'll
5: probably just go right into uh, Josh Lager and Christian uh, and Christian. I'm sure that's the that's the, that's the feud they'll probably kick off this week on SmackDown. If all the picks are there, they'll start the Christian feud with what with, the fuck? Monkey Dance.
1: Unless... Um, right. And unless someone comes over from the supplemental draft tomorrow, so I, I don't really think that happens.
5: No, because you got to have something. Well, no, I guess it's not a trade. It's a draft. But I don't, we'll see. I don't see them taking any of the, the 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 big nine or ten guys that I mentioned earlier. I don't see any of them going over there. So,
2: yeah. Well, Pillman, I, I think we're going to let you go because I'm, I'm getting a lot of static feedback on this line tonight. Oh,
1: open it up for another caller. It's, the audio is kind of bad tonight, but open it up for another caller, I said.
2: Well, if I do that, then it's going to kill everybody's ears again.
1: Either way, screw, screw the hose, just don't bury That's what I said. You'll end oh, up yes. in trouble like like, like or he did.
5: Yeah, Rick Flair, and you're writing checks every week for more than what you're getting paid.
1: Oh, Jesus! That poor man, he, he's still bleeding. He's still bleeding like a stuck pig uh, because he owes tax money and he owes probably more than that alimony payment. It's terrible.
5: Yeah, I, I'm afraid. To find, I would. I would probably shit all down my pant leg if I found out what his alimony was.
1: Versus what it didn't come in, it could be even scarier. All right, guys,
5: awesome show tonight. I'm going back to the chat. All right, man, be good. All right, you too. Later. Be vaginal.
2: Keep it vaginal. That's right.
5: Just keep it vaginal. If you just keep it vaginal, you're gonna be you're gonna go places.
2: Uh, you know, I think that pretty much sums up the uh, the whole gist okay. of the show tonight. It was all vaginal.
5: Yeah, man, you just keep it badging, you're good.
2: Well, is there anything else you want to talk about before we just wrap this thing up? Because the sound quality tonight is not going to be great. I apologize for the archives, but it's
5: well, it's weather on my end, so I know it's not going to be the greatest. That, and I'm tired. I'm pissed off. Now I'm kind of horny. We're going to talk about pussy, all right? <laughs> that's, um, that's a
2: little too much information for me, there, Trey. But thank you.
5: I'm hungry. I'm uh, not looking forward to driving a U-Haul truck tomorrow. Other than that, man, I'm good. Until next week.
2: Yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting tale. We'll see what happens next week. I'm looking forward to having things somewhat regularly normal.
5: Yeah, yeah nothing else. I'll be back on the phone for a couple more weeks till I get settled. True that.
2: All right. Well, I guess with that said, Trey, is there anything
5: else? I just want to say, don't worry about what your neighbor's doing. Do what makes you happy. If you like being fat, be fat. If you want to smoke your cigarettes, smoke them motherfuckers. If you want to fuck a stripper, that's all right, but that means you're crazy. And if you fuck a porn star and you have to beat the bitch because she won't give none to you, it's your own fucking fault. And you're... Stupid in the first place. I don't know. I'm just fucking around, man. <laughs> it's all vaginal.
2: It's all vaginal. All right. Well, I guess it's time for Song of the Night.
5: Song of the Night. I want some pussy. I'll
2: tell you what. Why don't you go knock some doors down? I guarantee you'll, you'll find something over there.
5: I was trying to think of a song with pussy in it, and I couldn't think of a Pussy control.
2: I've got pussy control. I can grab it real quick if that's what you want. If you want to end the show with pussy control, we can end the show with pussy control.
5: Put some pussy control on the end of this motherfucker right here. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is going to be awesome. Give me a second to find it. This is one of those shows that you're just like, God, I hope we don't lose a bunch of listeners. But, man, fuck it. Sometimes you just got to lay back, not be professional, not worry about what's going on in the news. Just have fun. Don't worry about all these goddamn dot-coms and their fucking breaking news and this motherfucker reported this story and these 12 motherfucking websites copied and pasted it on theirs and said that their website was the best motherfucker since pussy was invented. Fuck, man. Just relax. Smoke a fucking cigarette. Listen to some goddamn pussy control. And just... Man, like Wooderson said, just keep on living. L-I-V-I-N. I -I
2: I would agree. And with that said, on behalf of the Trey Dogs and myself, J.J. Sexay, this has been Wrestling News Live. JSK, take it away for us, buddy.
5: Vaginal. Cool. With that being said, thank you very much for listening to the show. Thanks for everybody uh, that participates in the forum boards, and thanks for everybody participating in the chat room. Until next week, peace, 420, kiss my ass.
4: Good night, white people. I'm out.
3: Nuestra presentación especial comenzará en breve, pero antes un mensaje de nuestros auspiciadores. Uh, yeah, uh, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and motherfucking girls. This is your captain with no name speaking, and I'm here to your world with a tale that will soon be classic about a woman you already know. No prostitute, she, but the mayor of your brain. Pussy control. Are you ready? A little girl skipping rope with a friend. A tisket, a task, and no lunch in her basket. Just who books for the fight. She would be in one day over this hoodie. She got beat for some clothes and a rep. With her chin up, she sold it. All you all loaded. When I'm rich on your neck, I will step. Best step. she did to the straight A's. Then college, the master degree. She hired the heifers that jumped her and made every one of them work for free. No, why? So, what is my sister's trifling? They just don't know. She said, Mama didn't tell them what she don't need. Girl, you need pussy control. Are you ready? her pocket, before she got dick in her drawers, His brother didn't have good and plenty of his own, in love pussy never did fall, and this fool named Chick wanna stick her, huh. talking more shit than a bit. About how he gonna make pussy a star if she come to sing a lick on his head, pussy said nigga you crazy if you don't know, every woman in the world ain't a freak, you can go platinum four times, still couldn't make what I make in a week, so push up on somebody wanna hear that, cause if somebody here don't wanna know, the control. Are you ready to your ear, I wanna hip you all to the reason I'm known as a player of the year, cause I met this girl named Pussy, at the club in a national ball, she was rolling 4 deep, 3 stickers and a weepy eyed record, driving a home. I pulled up right beside her, and my electric top went down, I said motherfucker I know your reputation and I'm astounded, Control. Well, I'm that nigga. At least I wanna be. But it's gonna be hard as hell to keep my mind off a body that will make every rich man want to fail, fail, fail. Can I tell you what I'm thinking? That you already know. You need a motherfucker that respects your name. Now say it.
5: Pussy the control.
3: you ready? Fuck it.